Oh, come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord here tonight. Come on, let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him worship here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. How many thankful that in a rocking world you got somewhere safe and secure in Jesus? Hallelujah. When everything's falling apart, you can lean upon the arms of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Amen. I feel the love of Jesus moving through this building. Hallelujah. 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 I think it'd be appropriate if we lifted up our hands and just begin to continue to talk with Jesus for a few moments. Hallelujah. Amen. You might have come into this building and maybe there's a lot going on in your life, but I want to tell you, you can find safety and security right now. Amen. You can find it in Jesus. Come on, somebody pray for a few moments. Hallelujah, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We give you praise, oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, beginning of verse number 21. Lamentations is right after Jeremiah. And so you might have to dust off the pages. Amen. When you find your direction towards Lamentations. But I believe God's going to use this here tonight to help us, to speak to us. Amen. How many enjoyed that wonderful singing? Amen. Hallelujah. I enjoyed that. Thankful. Amen. Thank you, Brother Johnson, Elder Johnson, for uh, leading us in worship here tonight. And uh, we we want to we want to uh, press forward in this new generation. But we never want to we never want to let go of the old generation. Amen. Uh, somebody said it best. They said, "Our we have no future without a past." And so we've got to make sure that we hold on and thankful for good elders that have. Uh, led the way and spearheaded, amen, the apostolic movement and got us where we were in. And uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful that we are able to build upon that as a people, amen, never letting go or forgetting of our cornerstone of our faith, amen. Hallelujah. Lament, Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 21. The Bible says in verse 21, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. What does he recall to his mind? It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. Anybody thankful for that? For they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness the Lord is my portion saith my soul therefore will I hope in him the Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of of the Lord. Now they just got done for the last several chapters complaining. And he comes to this revelation when his mind remembers, Great is thy faithfulness, 
He said, it's good that a man should both hope. Hope's a good thing, church. We ought to have hope in a dark world. Amen. And quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Man, I want to preach to us for a few moments tonight on this subject. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Would you set down your Bibles and let's lift up our hands and let's pray. Hallelujah. God, I pray that you would use this and speak to us here tonight. God, let it be a reminder in our midnight hours, God, in the darkest times of life, God. Hallelujah. Let it be something, God, this message tonight. Let it be something that, that we can recall to our memory. Hallelujah. That we can, amen, recall the Lord's mercies. That we can recall your compassion. That we can recall your faithfulness, God. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody worship him here today. Hallelujah. We give you praise and glory. Somebody clap your hands and shout with a voice of triumph here tonight. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody shout it. Great is thy faithfulness. Somebody shout it. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. you may be seated for a few moments here tonight. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness. The book of Lamentations, simply Lamentations meaning sorrow or grieving. And in some cases, it even means complaining. Man, the book of Lamentations is a collection of five poems or songs, depending how you look at it. And these are poems and songs of mourning. What are they mourning? They are mourning the conquest of Jerusalem and the kingdom of Judah. Traditionally, the authorship of Lamentations has been attributed to the prophet Jeremiah, but we don't know for certain who the writer of this book was. The book of Lamentations expresses the humiliation, the suffering, the despair, and the grief of Jerusalem and of her people following the destruction of the city by the Babylonians in 587 B.C. Lamentations is notable both for the starkness of its imagery, of the devastated city, and for its poetic artistry. The first four of the five poems are written as acrostics. What that simply means is where certain letters spell out words. The way that this was written is in the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. All of them are used in succession. They are lamenting, to put it simply, they are lamenting from the first letter of the alphabet all the way to the last letter. They are lamenting from Aleph to Tob, or as we would put it in our modern vernacular, they are lamenting, they are grieving, they are complaining from A all the way 
to Z. Has anybody ever felt like that before? Like you could, you could cry, you could grieve, you could complain, you could lament uh, all the things in your life from A all the way down to Z. Maybe I'm the only one here tonight that can say that I've been in a few times and seasons of life where I have wanted a man to weep and to cry, to grieve, and even sometimes to complain about every single detail, amen, in, in my life, amen, amen, all the way down the list, amen, and many of us could do that at seasons of life, amen. I want to tell you that it was by divine design that the book of Lamentations ended up in the Bible, amen, and for many of us, we've been taught and we've been trained rightfully so that we should not complain, amen, there's, amen, not much when you think about it as, a, as life as a whole that we should complain, but amen, there is still a part of the human condition. There is still a part of life where we have the right, amen, to complain. We have the right to express grievances. We have the right to lament. We have the right, amen, to let the expression of grief come out. I want to just give somebody here tonight some liberty, amen, that maybe you've been beating yourself up, amen, because there's been times in your life where you have felt down. There's been times in your life where you felt beat down and you've, amen, told yourself it's not acceptable, amen, to feel those feelings and to have those emotions. I want to remind you there's a book in your Bible where people cried from A to Z. Uh, where people lamented all the way down the list, uh, where people let the grief that they had suffered throughout, uh, and they wrote it before God. Uh, amen. I want to tell you, God is not scared of our grief. Uh, God is not scared of our tears. Uh, the Bible says he collects our tears uh, in vials. God is not ashamed of you. God's not ashamed or scared, amen, for your emotions, uh, God can handle all of your grief. For the Bible would say of Jesus that he was acquainted with grief, that surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. I just want to remind somebody about Jesus tonight. He's not somebody that is indifferent to grief, indifferent to suffering. We don't have a God that looks at weeping and grief and lamenting and says, I don't know anything about that. But we serve a God that was well acquainted with grief. We serve a God that was well acquainted with tears running down his face. We serve a God that's well acquainted with trouble. In, oh, I wish somebody would lift up their hands. Amen. Let's pray for a moment. Come on, I want to give somebody some liberty tonight, amen, to express your emotions, to feel, amen, the infirmities you might be going through. God knows exactly what you're going through, and God wants to help you. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. Let's pray for a moment. Let's pray all across this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
Oh, come on, let's pray for a moment. There's some folks that have not allowed themselves, uh, amen, to lament. There's some folks that have not allowed themselves to grieve. Uh, there's some people that have not allowed themselves, uh, amen, a moment, uh, amen, in time where they just let it all out to God, uh, amen, and it is destroying different parts of your life. Uh, but there's nothing wrong uh, with taking your grievances uh, and bringing them before God. Uh, amen, there's nothing wrong uh, with letting God know how you really feel. Uh, there. He's not intimidated uh, by our feelings. He's not intimidated by our emotions. Uh, he created us uh, to have emotion. Uh, he created us uh, to feel. Uh, and sometimes those feelings don't feel very good. Uh, and God made us that way. And yet, then let me just say this. I am not advocating for pity parties. Hallelujah. You know what a pity party is. I hope everybody looks at me and 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 when I'm suffering, they can give me a little pick me up, amen. And and people have become addicted in this generation to pity. Hallelujah. Amen. Where where you ask them how they're doing, and the first thing they want to tell you, amen, is everything that's gone wrong in their world because they're hoping to get a little bit of your pity. Amen. And 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 and, and there's some people that they never get beyond lamenting. Amen. I'm, I'm not preaching to those kind of people that love pity parties. They don't even have birthday parties, they have pity parties. And they'll never let you know what's going right in their life. They'll never have a praise report. They'll only have a prayer report. Amen. They'll only only have a, a pity report and only tell you what's going wrong. I know people like this, and so do you. And if you don't know them, you might be this kind of individual. But they're the kind of people that will get on social media and everything going wrong. And the car broke, and the, they sound like a country music. Amen. They sound like a song. Amen. From from some of those places. Amen. And they just want to tell you everything going wrong. And they're singing the blues, and they never change their tune. And, and all they're looking for is a little pity. I'm not preaching to people. People like that. I'm preaching to people, amen, that have the same feelings and emotions as everybody else, but they refuse to let them out because they're afraid, amen, that God will reject them for their grief, that God will reject them for their tears, that God will reject them for the parts of their life they're not proud of. But I want to tell you, amen, that God allows his people to let it out. Oh, somebody worship the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you, in Pentecost, they've allowed people to shout, but they've not allowed people to weep. They've allowed people to get up and huck a buck through it all, but they've not allowed people to take a moment and just say, God, I don't know what's going on. But you walk through your Bible, and you'll find time and time again, patriarch after patriarch, they're not doubting, they're not lacking faith, but what they're saying is, God, I don't understand, and without your help, I never will. Man, Lamentations focuses on grief following devastation. Lamentations speaks not only to the specifics of its own historical circumstance, but it also speaks to the timeless human experience in life, suffering and grief. It's a twin, amen, to the book of Job. Job, amen, and the book of Lamentations are very similar. They take similar paths. One is the suffering of a man, and the other is the suffering of a nation. Amen. But the end result 
of the book of Job is to test the faithfulness of Job. In all of this, Job sinned not with his mouth. But Lamentations is not focusing on the faithfulness of Israel. For you would find through your Bible that pre-exile, during the exile, and even after the exile, the people were not faithful to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I came to help somebody tonight. Amen. It's all going back to the faithfulness of God. Amen. Each of them are dealing with suffering. Each of them are dealing with grief. One is, is end result trying to figure out whether or not a man will be faithful to God in the midst of trouble. But the other one is letting us know that in the midst of suffering and in the midst of grief, I came to preach on this Wednesday night. Amen. This is in the Bible study tonight. Tonight I'm going to minister something to your soul. But at the end result, amen, of lamentations. It is to reveal to us that God is faithful through it all. Amen. In chapter 3, amen, as we got our text, the prophet is complaining. He's lamenting. He's crying out to God as he has for the last several chapters. In Lamentations 3 and 1, he puts it this way. I am the kind of man that has seen affliction, amen, and has been beaten by the rod of God's wrath. Anybody ever been that kind of person? You feel like you have seen trouble. You have seen affliction. You have seen, amen, trials. You have seen, you know, there's some people that have not, could not quote that verse, amen, because they've just seen good days. They've just seen everything go their way, amen. But I want to tell you that there's another side to life that if you haven't gotten there, one day you will get there, amen, where you're going to be able to quote this verse and say, I'm an individual, amen, that has seen hard days. I'm an individual that has seen affliction. I'm an individual that has been going through it. I'm an individual that has suffered. Amen. And the prophet is using this as his opening. Amen. This is how he's opening up his lament. In verse number one, he begins, amen, to lament. He begins to cry. He begins to grieve. He begins to complain. In verse number one, he complains and he grieves that God is angry. Amen. He, he gets upset that God is showing forth what he sees as the anger of God. In verse number two, he, he's, he's lamenting that he's at a loss altogether and he's in the dark. Amen. He's lamenting that he's in a dark place. Amen. Darkness, amen, brings both trouble and perplexity. Let me talk about darkness for a moment. In darkness, amen, we don't know where we are and we don't necessarily know where we're going. In darkness, it's an uncomfortable situation. It's full of trouble, and it's full of confusion. And it's in those dark places that we could, in fact, give up and we could give in. Amen. But I want to tell you, when you're in darkness, there's really only two things you're looking for. You're looking for comfort, and you're looking for direction. And he's lamenting, I'm in a place in my life where I don't know where I'm going.
going, and I'm I'm just not comfortable where I am. Amen. And I've come to preach to people here tonight that have felt that maybe today, maybe this week, or you felt it in the past. Amen. That you've been in a dark place, and all together you just want a little bit of comfort and a little bit of direction, and you just want to know that God is there and that God is listening and that God. Oh, I came to preach. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, on this Wednesday night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came to preach you out of your darkness. I came to preach you out of your, 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 your confusion. I came to preach you out of your discomfort. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's pray. Come on, let's pray for just a moment. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Verse number three, he laments that God appears as if he's against him. Anybody, anybody in this building ever felt like God himself does turn on you? I'm not talking about people that know they've done wrong. Amen. There's just times in life where it seems as if, amen, even God himself is turned his back on you. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. There's times where if you are, amen, uh, living in opposition to God's word, then in fact you are, amen, in opposition to God. But there's times, uh, amen, where you lament those moments where you feel like your only friend in Jesus has now become, amen, your enemy. Amen. He laments in verse number four that he feels afflicted both in body and in mind, amen, that his body feels like an old man's is the way it translates, that his mind has become feeble, amen. In verse number five, he laments, uh, amen, that he's not able to discern any way of escape uh, or a way of deliverance. Has anybody ever been, uh, amen, in a position like that? In verse number eight, uh, amen, he laments that God seems to have turned a deaf ear to his prayer, amen. He's thinking to himself, not only is God against me, but God is not listening to me. In verse number 14, uh, he laments that others around him uh, have begun to mock him and don't understand his troubles or his trials. Uh, anybody ever had other people around you uh, turn on you when you really needed their help? Uh, in verse number 17, he laments uh, that he's ready to quit uh, because he's so full of despair uh, and he's lost his peace itself. Uh, in verse number 19, uh, he laments that God Grief uh, continually returns every time uh, he thinks uh, or remembers uh, his troubles. Uh, every time he thinks about getting beyond them, uh, amen, grief creeps back up uh, and reminds him uh, of everything he's been through and everything that he's suffered. Uh, I just came to preach to somebody tonight uh, that you've experienced one or all of those things. Uh, amen. That's that's called lamenting. Uh, amen. Everybody's those things. It's part of the human experience. Oh, let's pray for a moment. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, I'm going to preach in a moment, but I've just come to help somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you lift those things up to God? Every time, amen, every time I want to get peace, all I feel is trouble. All I feel is grief. I'm troubled on every side. I'm in distress. I'm perplexed. Amen. It seems like everything around me is collapsing. I want to preach to you tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody pray all across this building. Come on, go ahead and let it out. Lament to your God. Let it out and say, God, I don't understand it. God, I don't know what to do. God, I don't know where to turn. God, I feel like you haven't heard me. Go ahead and let it out tonight.
Come on, there's a, there's a deep healing in this house tonight. There's a deep healing. Some folks are about to move forward in God. They're about to go further than they ever had uh, because they're going to bring God into the conversation. Come on, somebody pray. Hallelujah. He laments all of these things. And as he's letting them out, there is a healing taking place. For those that say, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. I want to tell you, that's not the way to live. I'll say that again. Don't bottle it up. Take it to Jesus. How you doing? Oh, pastor, I've never been better. Hallelujah. Oh, life's great. I'm do. I'm just, man, I'm making it through. Uh, there is nothing wrong uh, with saying, Lord, uh, I, I'm in a dark place, and I, I don't exactly know what to do. Uh, amen. I want to tell you, uh, amen, when you bring God into the conversation, uh, you boot the adversary out of the conversation. When you bring God into the conversation, uh, there's no more assumptions uh, about what God is doing or God is not doing. Uh, there's no longer room for assumption uh, that God has left you. There's no longer room for assumption assumption that God is not there. There's no longer room for assumption that God has given up on you. Amen. There's no longer room because now you know I've taken it to God and I've come to preach great is his faithfulness to us. Come on, I came to preach uh, that when you get done letting it out uh, and you bring God into the conversation, uh, he'll help you remember some other things. Uh, when you try to remember a little hope, uh, amen, grief tries to show up. Uh, but when you bring God into the conversation, uh, you'll begin to recall some other things. Uh, amen, that you'll begin to remember, uh, amen, some hope uh, that'll pull you out of the darkness, uh, some hope uh, that'll pull you out of despair, uh, some hope uh, that'll pull you out of the miry clay uh, of depressive lamenting uh, and it'll start to clear up the skies in your life uh, for the first time uh, in the entire book uh, God begins to bring something to the remembrance uh, of the writer and he pens these words uh, it is because of the Lord's mercies uh, that we are not consumed uh, because his compassions uh, not just compassion one time uh, not just mercy one time uh, but in the plural God is compassionate towards us, and God is full of mercy towards us. Amen. And then he says, amen, thy faith, great is thy faithfulness. He got a revelation that even when I don't feel him, he's faithful. Even when it's dark, he's faithful. Even when I'm crying, he's faithful. Even when I'm hurting, he's faithful. Come on. Come on, somebody worship the Lord all across this building. Come on. I've come to preach Apostolic Revival Center. Great is his faithfulness towards us. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. In the midst of it all, he's faithful. The writer is saying this. He starts to think about something new. He said, when I recall, and I bring this to my memory, even as bad as things get at times, it is owing to the mercy of God that they are not worse. 
You know the difference between a pity party and the person that's lamenting? The pity party only focuses on everything's bad. Amen. Everything's terrible. But the person that's willing to take it before God, amen, they move to the next stage of it all. And they begin to think about the gratefulness that they have. Amen. It sure could be a whole lot worse than I got it right now. I know you're broke, but you could be a lot broker. I know you're sick, but you could be a lot sicker. I know things haven't turned out the way you wanted them to. Amen. But I want to tell you, they didn't turn out the way they should have, and they could have. Great is his faithfulness. Things are not always as I wish they were, but I thank God they're not as bad as they should have been and as they could have been. Great is his faithfulness. I want to tell you, he's never left you or I. Great is his faithfulness. He's never given up on you or I. Great is his faithfulness. He's never stopped loving you or I. Great is his faithfulness. He's never stopped forgiving us after we made mistake after mistake after mistake. I'll tell you why. Great is his faithfulness. Even when you and I were unfaithful to him and our faithfulness, amen, was against him and for something else. I want to tell you his faithfulness was great towards us. Great is your faithfulness. Oh, I wish somebody would stand across the building and lift up your hands. Come on, on this Wednesday night, I just came to remind you of some things. I came to bring something to your memory. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. God's good and God's faithful and God's full of mercy. Come on, somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on, let hope rise in this house tonight. Let hope rise in this house tonight. Amen. God is faithful. God is faithful. His faithfulness is great. Come on, let's pray for a few moments. Right where you're living. Can you let this revelation hit your heart? Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. It could be a whole lot worse, but God's been faithful to me. I could be, I could be a little worse off, but God has been faithful to me. Amen. Things amen, maybe aren't the way I want them to, but he has been faithful to me. Come on, let's pray all across this building. Come on, let's pray all across this building. Come on, remain standing. Lift up your hands. Let's pray as the musicians come. Come on, let's pray. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Great is your faithfulness. Come on, has he ever brought you out? Amen, he's faithful. Has God ever provided for you? He's faithful. Has God ever made a way out of no way? He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. Come on, somebody pray in this house. I know I'm preaching a lot more people than maybe are, are giving off hints that I'm preaching to them. Amen. But they've been going through the laments. They've been going through the hard times. And they've been questioning even if God is going to be faithful through it all. Whether or not God's still there. I want to tell you, great is his faithfulness.
Bible declares to us about his faithfulness. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. If you have something bad in your life, I can't necessarily tell you where it came from. And everybody said amen. I don't know if the negative things in your life are a consequence of your bad decisions. I can't tell you that. I'm not God. I can't tell you if the devil has wreaked havoc in your life and he's just beating up on you because of the potential that is latent within, within, within you. I don't know where the bad is coming to your life. Maybe it's just life itself. I can't tell you where the bad comes from. But I can tell you where the good comes from. Great is his faithfulness. I want you to say this word with me. Every. Say this. Every good gift. Now say this. Every perfect gift. This, is for, this may not be for right now, but this will be for later. You take this and put this in your memory. Where does it come from? It comes from above. It comes from above. And it comes from above, and it comes down from the Father of lights uh, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Let me help somebody understand that. There is no change with God. There is no shifting with God. Theologically, we would say he is immutable. Everybody say immutable. That means he does not mutate. Hallelujah. God's not a mutant. He doesn't mutate. He does not change. Amen. And if you've ever got a good gift, if you've ever got a perfect gift, I'll tell you where it came from. It came from above. It came from, amen, our God that is great. Amen. Full of compassions, full of mercy, and he's full of faithfulness. We have hope in God because we have found him to be faithful. God does not change. Amen. I want to tell you, what does that mean? That means that even when you're blessed, he is faithful. But even when you're broke, he is faithful. Amen. God is faithful in your grief. God is faithful in your trial. God is faithful when you're sick. God is faithful. What does that mean? Whether you're up or you're down, great is thy faithfulness. He doesn't mutate. He doesn't change. He's still faithful. Just came to remind somebody tonight that his faithfulness, it's just not any ordinary faithfulness. His faithfulness is great. I just came to remind somebody what that means for you and I today. Amen. When we talk about his faithfulness, amen, his faithfulness is great. I want you to understand, uh, amen, that it means that he's loyal. Your God's loyal. It means that he's, con he's constant. Uh, it means that he's true. It means that he's devoted. Uh, it means that he's unwavering. Uh, it means that he's steadfast. Uh, it means that he's dedicated. Uh, it means that he's committed. Uh, it means that he's trustworthy. Uh, it means that you can depend on him. Uh, whether everything's well, he's faithful. Or everything's not well. Uh, great is your faithfulness. I want you to lift up your hands. I'm done preaching here tonight.
I just came to bring some things to your memory. I came to remind somebody about the God you and I serve. Amen. He's a faithful God. Well, preacher, you don't know what I've been going through. I want to tell you he's faithful in those moments too. Uh, well, you just don't know what I've experienced this year or last year. Maybe maybe what I'm going through right now or what I've been through. Uh, amen. Great is his faithfulness. Amen. I want to open up this altar. Would you come here tonight? Would you come? I just came to bring a reminder. Maybe this is not where you're living. Uh, amen. But I promise you're going to want to put this in your pocket. Uh, amen. And when you get to the place where you're lamenting and you're weeping and you're broken, uh, you need to pull this out and say, great is his faithfulness. Uh, I still trust in him. Uh, I still trust in him. Uh, he can be trusted. Uh, he's still dedicated. Uh, he's still loyal. Uh, he'll never leave me nor forsake me uh, because great is his faithfulness. Somebody pray. Come on, why don't you empty out your seats? Uh, amen. Come down to this front uh, and begin to worship the Lord that is faithful to you and I. Uh, well, God, I've not been faithful to you. Uh, that's all right. He's still faithful. Uh, he's still faithful. God, I've just, I've just not done it right. Uh, he's still faithful. Come on, I want you to pray all across this building. Come on. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on. I want you to consider the faithfulness of God tonight. Amen. When I think about Jesus and all that he's done for me, I can't help but say thank you, Lord. Great is your faithfulness to me. Come on, somebody pray in this house. Come on, he's a good God. He's a good God. He's full of mercy. Amen. He's rich in mercy. Amen. He's faithful. He's faithful to forgive when you sin. He's faithful to love you. Amen. We when you turn your back on him. Amen. He's faithful to be there. Amen. Even when you don't want him to be. He's faithful. Even when you don't feel him, he's faithful to you. He's there. You can depend on him. You can rely on him. Great is his faithfulness. Great is your mercy towards me. Great is your grace. Great is your mercy. Come on, I want you to remember all the times God's been faithful to you. He'll never change. He'll always be faithful to you. Come on. 
Come on, there's some elders in the house of God that have got testimonies time and time again. Great is his faithfulness. But there's some young people, some young couples that are getting that revelation week in and week out. God is faithful. Wednesday night, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you if you don't know yet, God's faithful, and His faithfulness is great. His faithfulness is great. His compassions never fail, and His mercies renew every single morning. Amen. His faithfulness is great. Let's pray all across the building. Man, there's some folks that have got some deep-seated grief and deep-seated worries and deep-seated stresses. But I want to tell you tonight, God's faithful. Take it before him. Take it before him. God's faithful to help you. God's faithful to deliver you. God's faithful to heal you. Is your mercy towards me. Great is your grace.
Come on, let's pray for a few more moments. Come on, God's faithfulness is in this house right now. Maybe bringing a good reminder to some of us that maybe we needed to hear. Great is your faithfulness, God. Come on, maybe you're in a dark season right now, but I want to tell you, he's still faithful. Come on, maybe you're stricken with grief. I want to tell you, great is his faithfulness. Maybe you're sick in your body. Maybe there's some folks watching online that you don't know what to do from this point on. Great is his faithfulness. Put your trust in him again. Amen. He, he can be trusted. Amen. He's dedicated to you and I. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. thankful here tonight because we serve a faithful God. I just came not with some deep theological revelation. I just came with a very simple reminder. Great is his faithfulness. Does anybody have a testimony that God has been faithful? Why don't you lift it up in worship right now? Come on, worship him. Amen. From your heart, great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. Come on, maybe you weren't as faithful to him as you should have been, but God has never stopped being faithful to you, faithful to restore, faithful to heal, faithful to liberate, faithful to restore, faithful to deliver. He's a faithful God. Praise God. I just want you to take tonight. Maybe this is where you are or where you've been. I know I know. I preached to some people that this is right where you are right now. The Lord sent me in this house to give you this word. But there's some other people. You need to take this and put it in your back pocket. Because there's going to be days full of lament and full of trouble that you're going to have to remind yourself I don't see him. I don't feel him. I don't know what he's doing. And anybody that tells you they've never felt that way, they don't really, they don't really express themselves in life. Amen. Because every one of us has been there or will be there. Amen. But I can declare, amen, as a testimony that God has never stopped being faithful. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. And when we have that revelation, we can continue on. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. See, sometimes you don't feel like it, but it's in your soul. You put it there tonight. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those that wait for Him and the soul that seeks Him. I might not feel him in this moment, but I'm going to seek him, and I am going to be reminded, great is 
your faithfulness. Would you lift up your hands one more time here tonight as we pray in dismissal. Father, we love you. We thank you tonight. We thank you for your mercies that are new every morning and your compassions that do not fail. You are the God that just does not, keep, does not quit and does not fail. And we are very grateful tonight that your faithfulness is with us and your faithfulness is great towards us. We pray, God, that you would put this revelation deep down in our soul, that in those moments when we don't know what to do, God, we can call upon you, Lord. We can wait upon you. We can seek you, and we can be reminded. It can be brought back to our memory. Great is your faithfulness. Lord, bring us back here safely, amen, to church on Sunday. In Jesus' name we pray. And Everybody said amen. Amen. Shake hands. Be friendly. Love one another. Amen. God bless you, and we'll see you on Sunday or sooner.